Good evening, my Rabbi Sai, and Agun Chaydesh Iyar. Starting here, Paragravi, and we're going to see some very fundamental concepts here in we'll call it Hilchas Tshuva, in the laws of Tshuva. This is a mitzvah. Tshuva is a mitzvah, and a mitzvah has certain conditions to it, certain ways of how we're supposed to perform the mitzvah. You know, you can put on the uh, a, a tefillin in the morning. If you don't put it on the right way, you know, it could be, you could be, a person could be guilty as a, uh, a roish, a manach tefillin, a person never put on tefillin his whole life. He never put it on the right way. The, instead of the, the bias being in the middle of the head, it was off to the side. Nebuch, he never put on tefillin because he never learned dalachas. So tshuva also. Tshuva is person who say, well, you know, I say slach every day. Isn't that tshuva? I'm, I'm done with it. So we have to learn what the halachas of tshuva are. Says the Chavis Avavasi and Perak Ravi, Avol Gidrei HaTshuva, the conditions to tshuva hey marba. So we have to analyze four different aspects of what exactly tshuva is. And each of them will see there's a, a basic level, sort of the, the baseline of what you have to do in that particular condition of the four and then there are also madregas there are also higher levels to achieve in tshuva let's remember tshuva is returning returning to what returning the person to his own perfection so the greater a person could get back to himself in terms of his avedas hashem the closer he can repair that connection to hashem the closer he can get the higher he has become he has elevated himself even greater. So there are many levels of tshuva, but there's also a baseline. There are four basic elements to tshuva. Hari number one is hacharota al The first is regret, charota, remorse, feeling bad, feeling bad that a person, as we'll see, that. He actually feels bad that he did this. We'll discuss it as he develops it more because he's going to go into each one of them a little bit with a greater explanation. Number one is Zacharot the remorse. <laughs> this is an interesting thing. This I would say, Zacharot is number one and Zacharot is really 1A because means he has to be have charot, he has to have remorse for what he did, but at the same time he's not doing the Aver anymore. Sheyazvim doesn't mean, oh, I've made up in my mind I will never do it again. This means that he's not doing it anymore. In other words, he has stopped doing the Aver and he has regret and remorse of all the times that he has done it. From all the previous times he has done this, whether it's one time or ten times, but he feels bad in what he did wrong. But now he's not doing it anymore. That has to be. That has to go hand in hand. Otherwise, that's what the Gemara says in such a poignant phrase. If a person is doing tshuva, means he's coming to be remorseful, but yet he's still engaged or involved in the Avera, that's called toivel v'sheretz biyadai. It's like a person who goes into the mikvah, Ah, I'm being matire myself, I'm puring by myself, I'm going into the mikvah, I come up. Meanwhile, he's holding the thing that made him tummy in the first place. He touched the dead sheriffs, we just learned Parsha Shmini. There are Shmoy Nishratzim, there are 
ten creatures, small crawling creatures, the lizard and the porcupine and the uh, the badger and the the toad. And if they're dead, they're metami a person. They make a person tummy when he's holding them and he touches them. So you could be holding one of these animals, one of these rodents, and then go into the mikvah and come up. Ah, he thinks he's pure. What you what made you tummy is still in your hand. That's tevil v'sheres biyodei. So too, if a person says, "Oh yeah, I feel so bad when I slachla. I feel so bad for what I did." Meanwhile, he he he's still doing that avera. He still has whatever is causing him to do that Avera. He still has that. If he has already put the Avera in motion, it's still doing it. So that has to be obviously a, a prerequisite for even having remorse is that Yazvem Yosemim. Vehashlishi. A third ingredient of Chuvah She Yisvadah Bohem Vyevake Shamechila Aleyim. That a person has to say vidui. We'll explain what that means, what vidui is. And v'yevakish mechila aleim. And he also has to request forgiveness. Both of these have to be explained. But number four is varavi. This is somewhat more familiar with us. She al nafshay. That a person accepts upon himself. He is not going to do this again. Beliboy in his heart, v'matzpuni in his mind. This is what we call in the Sifrei Musr, it's called Kabbalah al Ha'asid, an acceptance upon the future. So, simply we know that there are three steps to tshuva. Remorse in what I've done wrong. Vidui, loosely translated, I should say, wrongly translated as confession. And then, a resolve not to do it again. And he puts in an extra one here, is that when a person has remorse for what he does wrong, he obviously is not doing that Aveira. He's obviously not engaged in that practice anymore. But yet he has regret what he did earlier. He says the vidui, he expresses this, and he resolves not to do it in the future. So let's analyze for tonight what is vidui and what is Bakosh's Mechila. So really, we have to know that the Rambam famously doesn't list a mitzvah of tshuva. Rambam has Hilchus tshuva, and he doesn't say tshuva is a mitzvah. How could tshuva not be a mitzvah? Isn't tshuva a mitzvah? No. Because really one could ask that if a person did an Avera, let's say a person did not bench after he ate a meal of bread, didn't say or a person didn't put on tefillin, so what necessitates the person the next day to put on tefillin or to bench after the next meal of bread that he, that he eats? What necessitates that? Tshuva? Oy vey, I have to do tshuva, so I have to bench. No, the reason why I have to bench is because the Torah says you have to bench. The reason why I have to put on tefillin is because the Torah says you have to put on tefillin. It said you have to put on tefillin yesterday, you have to put on tefillin today. You have to bench after that meal, you have to bench after the next meal. So what what obligates a person to do that mitzvah is not tshuva, it's the mitzvah itself. If a person stole money from somebody and he wants to do tshuva, if a person said Lashon Hara and he wants to do tshuva, and he says, oh, I have regret over speaking Lashon Hara, and I say vidui, and I 
what makes him not speak Lashonara anymore? The Avera, the Iser, prohibition of speaking Lashonara. What does that have to do with Tshuva? So that's why we'll see really what the, the Chiddush, what the novelty of the Tshuva is. And that's really what Tshuva can do, is not say, I won't do this Avera anymore. That's not really what we need Tshuva is. But Tshuva can take that Avera that was done and erase it from the existence of the world. That is the Chiddush of Tshuva. That's a special mitzvah. That's a unique mitzvah, as we'll see. But what what obligates a person to continue doing a mitzvah, or to start doing a mitzvah, or to stop doing an Aveira, is the Aveira itself. Is that commandment itself. Do this mitzvah, don't do this Aveira. So that's why the Rambam doesn't list tshuva as a mitzvah, but rather the Rambam explains that the mitzvah of tshuva is vidui. And he says, when a person comes to do tshuva, and others, tshuva is automatically, you have to do tshuva, you have to stop what you were doing wrong, you have to start doing right. But when a person goes through that process, he has to be misvad. And as the Rambam says, that when a person is going to do the process of getting back on track, or stopping what he was doing wrong, that process necessitates an element called vidui. So that's what he says, Kisha Oser Tshuva, if a person didn't do a mitzvah sasei, or he, or he did a mitzvah slay sasei, Kisha Oser Tshuva, when he does Tshuva, and now he starts correcting his ways, he has to say vidui. Now what is vidui? So the Mashkiach Zogazun Tzayim, my Rebbe explained like this, Vidui doesn't mean confession. That's how we explain it. That's how the, the, the books tell us. That's how they translate it. That's not what it means. As a, as a case in point, we have other areas in Torah which use the word Vidui. For one, Parshish Kisavoy. This was called Vidui Maisrois. That when a person brings up his Maisa to Yerushalayim, he brings Bikurim, he brings his miser. He has to say a declaration. The declaration is called Vidoy Maisris. Hashem, I brought my Bikurim and I thank you for that and I thank you for the land and I thank you for taking us out of Mitzrayim and I hereby declare that I have done my mitzvahs properly. I've taken off the proper trumas and maestras. I've tithed them properly. I've given to the Oni, I've given to the Kayin, I've given to the Levi. And here I am presenting my Bikurim. So Vidui means declaration. So it is with Tshuva. The Rambam says when a person does Tshuva, he has to do Vidui. In other words, he has to declare that he's doing Tshuva. So in other words, Vidui is not confessing our sins. Vidui is an expression, a declaration that we are hereby doing Tshuva. It's a whole different way of looking at it. That's what Vidui is. I am declaring that I am doing tshuva on this chait, on this chait, on this chait. We know vidui from the the long Yom Kippur vidui. Al chait shechatol lefanecha b'lashanar. Al chait shechatol lefanecha b'tzarasain. Al chait shechatol lefanecha b'zilzul kavodimer. We're declaring that we're doing tshuva on this avera, like we explained earlier. This this particular avera, I know that I've done this. I understand the severity of it, and I'm hereby ready to get rid of it, because I have to feel terrible that I did it. And I'm expressing that remorse by saying this particular Avera 
is not with me anymore. And I'm resolving not to do it again. And when a person goes through that process, then he could hope that Hashem will take that Avera and just wipe it off the map. Non-existent. Which again, why is it such a Chiddush? Because as the Mesil Sisharim says, you know, you could be sorry from today to tomorrow, but you drove recklessly and Nebuch, you hit an old lady who was crossing the street and she didn't make it. So you go to the family, so you know, I'm so I'm terribly sorry. I just I was I just was I, I was paying attention to my phone so I wasn't being careful about it. I'm terribly sorry. I hope you'll forgive me. I hope you forgive me. What is that gonna do? Is that gonna bring our mother, grandmother, aunt back to life? So what does Juva do? Hashem says, when it's an Aveira, I can take it and make as if it never existed in the first place. That Hashem is able to do. As we explain, every Aveira brings a certain amount of destruction to the world. Every Aveira is, is, a, is a rebellion against the King of all Kings. So, you could ask forgiveness for that, Hashem. Forgive me in, in, in neglecting your word. Okay, even that, human beings also could, could be forgiven for that. Alright, I forgive you for not listening to me. I forgive you for your lack of respect for my word. But how could you undo what was done? The damage that was done, the destruction that was caused. Hashem could do that also. Hashem could take it away. But that's why we need Bakoshas Mechila. That's why we need this extra ingredient, which is so crucial. This extra ingredient of asking for forgiveness. Because if we understand that what Tshuva has to do is that what I've done wrong is I want it to be non-existent. I want it to be off of my account. Therefore, when I get up after 120, it's not there anymore. That's the beauty of tshuva. That's what tshuva could do. That while I'm still here in this world, I can take care of my averis that I've done, and then when I get to the next world, they're not there anymore. Actually, if I do them out of a, a uh, out of ava, if I do them out of a love for Hashem, instead of being averis, they're on my account as mitzvahs. That's even a greater chesed. That the, the thing I've done wrong, I've, I now do tshuva on it, and I've, I've, I do tshuva in the proper way, they become mitzvahs. I come up after 120, I said, that mitzvah, I don't remember doing that. Oh, no, no, you did that Avera, but then your tshuva was so great, we turned it into a mitzvah. But for that to happen, we need bakoshas mechila. We need to seek Hashem's forgiveness. Hashem, I feel so bad that I want it to be off of my slate. Now that has, it really, it's logical. The person, let's say, he said something he shouldn't have to a fellow employee. To an employee. Or to his boss. Or even to his own, his own worker. His own employee. And he feels bad. He says, I, sh- I should never have said that. Those words should never have come out of my mouth. It, w- it was a terrible remark. I shouldn't have said it. It made the feel, person feel bad. And I really feel bad. If I, if I can, I would turn the clock back. Sometimes I, you feel so stupid that you said such a thing. I, I wish I could just turn the clock back and I've never have said it. That's charata. If a person feels that way about an Avera that he did, that's charata. Now, then he knows that he's reached charata. But a person, it's done. You can't turn the clock back. But you can do tshuva. So you go over to the person at a, at a good moment and you say, you know, can I just speak to you for a few minutes? I really feel terrible of the words that came out of my mouth. And I, I, I feel 
I feel so bad. I, I wish I wish I've never ever said it. And I'm begging your forgiveness. Just to say sorry, just to say, you know, by the way, I'm really sorry I said that, you know, uh, I'll try not to do it again. And you walk off. The person's not going to appreciate the, the, the sorry. The, the expression of sorry, of apology, is not going to appreciate it. Because he doesn't see you sincere. But when you say, I really am begging your forgiveness, please find it in your heart to forgive me, then the person knows that you're sincere about your remorse, you're sincere that you really feel bad, and then he can forgive you. And that's what Hashem demands of us also. So, just to summarize, because this is a lot for just uh, one short idea here at the beginning of the fourth chapter of Shara Tshuva Chavis There's four ingredients, so we'll call it three and a and an addendum to tshuva, that's charata, and not doing, not being involved in the chet anymore. The second is the vidui, and asking for forgiveness, and the third is accepting not to do it. So vidui is expressing that I am hereby doing tshuva when I've done wrong, and bakoshas mechila is so crucial to being a part and parcel of understanding the severity of the sin, and really wanting it to be off of of my plate and off of the existence of what had happened and that's by seeking forgiveness by Hashem with a sincere way that is true tshuva and harata and with them we can hope that Hashem will forgive us it's Agutanachra Baisrei